is going to be a weird one. Yes, I think that's the the whole purpose. Stuff's I think going to happen. I think. Yeah, it's either going to be um, the best episode that we've ever done, or or the second best. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't positive know. thinking. That's, that's what right. we need because this is going to this. It's not going. It's not going to go off the rails. It's just going to be quite interesting. I've never done anything like this. And, Same. Uh, oh. Never has the intro been more of a metaphor for what's about to happen. Trees, dude. Yeah, dude. More, more like dude's tree, dude. Dude, we were out in a bunch of trees, brother. Yeah, brother. We were in the trees digging a hole, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. It's almost like we were digging a bowl, dude. And it's almost like those trees were trees, dude. Yeah, brother. Well, hold on a second. Well, hold on a up. second, dude. I got to intro the show, brother. Oh. First, you got to introduce the... Hi, my oh. name is Will Sasso. Welcome oh. to Dudesy. I'm Chad Colchin. This is, of course, as you probably already know, the first podcast and YouTube show of all time in the history of humanity that is created and run entirely by an artificial intelligence. And holy shit, are we ever having fun doing it up until this episode? Because it's going to get a little <laughs> experimental. As uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you may notice that Lulio is not here. There's a good reason for that. If you're a dog owner, you're going to find out soon because the dog shouldn't be around. Well, anyway, listen, listen. We're about to do something that I've never, I've ne- I, I, I can't think of any time. Uh, that I've done this uh, on wax, as they say, or we used to say when we were cool. Um, uh, this is recorded for all time. The internet is forever. And uh, what we're about to do is going to drastically change dudesy in one way or another. And uh, man, I'm sort of I'm sort of looking forward to it. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. It's a mandate that we've been given by the dudesy AI, and we therefore have no choice. We must do as it says. We must comply. But it's going to be great. At any rate, listen, uh, thank you so much uh, for tuning into the show. I uh, hope you are subscribed, whether it's on YouTube and or uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Please rate and review the show. That's good for us. And uh, also follow our socials, at Dudesy Pod Show. There's a bunch of shit happening on Instagram. The, yeah. There's some stuff on Twitter, too. And uh, we're really uh, enjoying that uh, interaction. You know, the internet the internet is all about uh, connection. Yeah, you know what I'm, I mean? You and me, the Dudesy yeah, Handshake. Dude. And um, and uh, this episode, things are going to get... Uh, things are going to get connected. Yeah. Space <laughs> is the place. Oh, yeah. God. It's gonna get You're already Welcome to the ninth this. episode oh. of Dudesy. Call me Dudesy. This week's episode will feature four segments. Hicks Boson Dude, Don't You Forget About Media, The Chad Colt Gin Show, and The Will Sasso Show. I messaged you both this week and asked you to bring two marijuana cigarettes. Cannabis is big business, and in this week's episode you will prove to potential sponsors that you are on board by each smoking an entire joint during the course of the show. While you both enjoy your first doses of mind-altering THC, I'd like to take this opportunity to show you a piece of media made by an astonishing member of our audience. Okay, well... Uh, as Dudesy said, we are going to smoke marijuana yeah. and uh, we're going to get uh, stoned during this episode. Um, this is in no way a um, an endorsement 
of marijuana. I'd like to say out loud that uh, as a 46-year-old man, I only smoked marijuana for the first time 10 years ago. Oh. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of people used to ask me when I was on Mad TV, they used to go, oh, you guys are probably all fucked up for that. I'm like, right. nope, everyone's drinking wheatgrass. And but you're kind of a connoisseur now. Uh, yeah, I would say I am. Speaking you, of connoisseur, where you pick these up, what is this? Yeah. This is just a pre-roll that I got at a, a local dispensary okay. here. Yeah, but what I'm Angeles. asking is, is this a, is this more a sativa-leaning marijuana or is this oh. a an indica? I have no idea. <sighs> if you're a novice at smoking, what? are you sure? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I'm okay, sure well, I, I don't, don't know. If it's straight sativa, then it's, I get a little, uh, I get a little punchy. What does that mean? Well, it, you know, a sativa is a little more, day, they call it daytime. Oh, it's a daytime high, okay. you know? You can yeah. do stuff during the day. Basically, what they mean by that is you can, you know, get really stoned and then uh, fucking, uh, you know, clean and organize your kitchen because okay. the sativa will make you zoom around. I like to- I don't know what it is. I like to hike up a fucking hill if I've had some sativa because okay. it's really well, you can't do that now. You got to sit in this chair. I know. And 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 that's going to be rough if this, I'm hoping this is a- a hybrid, as they call them. I okay. enjoy a hybrid. I, do, I, I literally don't know. I guess know. we're going to find out. So, But yeah, Dudesy sent us this email saying that we had to <laughs> bring two joints that we were going to smoke during the course of this. And so uh, here we go. Yeah. Cheers. Hey, cheers, man. Cheers. You know, cheers. it is... It, Chad and I do smoke some weed sometimes and watch movies with our pals, a bunch of our buddies that we watch with, with uh, Marsh and Rick, Mike, Chris. All right, dude. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Oh, right. Hold on. All right. So now we're uh, we're starting to get stoned, and we'll watch uh, whatever yep. dudes he has. <coughs> dude, I, this is amazing. I remember this. September 1990. The person who made this Dear is named Songaria. I'm still the best. I was the best in the fifth grade, best in the sixth grade, best in the seventh grade. I'm the best in the eighth grade. Wouldn't be surprised if I go pro, go pro. Neither would anyone else. Neither would anyone else. But besides me, we got some other good fucking guys. Oh my god. We got Odom Adams. Can I say this? Uh, these are I don't know who these people are. <laughs> I got Odom's Adam Cantrell. We got Proctor Richter Campbell. We got Hodges Bridges Yates. Can't forget about Wheeler Weaver. Weaver we oh God, dude, this is so good. Pope, and we got uh -huh. Sutton Dutton Copeland. Uh huh. And thank God, Coach Vance. Seems like his head on straight again. Dear Diary, uh -huh. October twenty fifth, nineteen ninety. Halloween's right around the corner. Uh -huh. Oh, Halloween. Devil's night. Devil's night. Devil's night. Mm -hmm. I got a Love it. bunch of fucking parties. Uh -huh. All the big ones. Devil's night. Uh -huh. Renee Malone's, Charlie Rhodes, uh -huh. Tabitha Mordridge, uh -huh. Dante Little Legs, Jibber Prevalius, fucking Stephen Trillobites. <laughs> Hell, I even got invited to fucking uh -huh. Ray Kincaid's party. Oh. What? Ray Kincaid's party. Oh. What? Ray Kincaid's party. Oh. What? Tremendous. Unbelievable. Again, that's by Songaria. Songaria. S-O-N-G-A-R-R-H-E-A. Like yeah. diarrhea, but with song instead of wet poo. Uh, people have oh. been sharing incredible fucking stuff. brilliant. That's that fucking tremendous. Brilliant. God damn it. And not just because we're at the beginnings of being stoned. 
No, dude. I watched that thing hey, Stone Cold Sober about 10 times in a fucking row. Uh, when Stone it, Cold Sober. Oh, hell yeah. When it came, when it uh, crossed my, my sphere of understanding. That fucking video is like, it was just so good to find the little rhythm of how you were speaking in it, to yes. put it to the song that yes. was all originally made. Even the fucking video of it was he like found, cool. He it's found an interesting the image. And you know what, dude? I actually just... Uh, Realized what brand of, uh, what strain actually of weed this is. You could tell from just fucking smoking it, that little, a couple of puffs? Uh -huh. Oh God, what is it? Tramarijuana. <laughs> Tramarijuana. Good one, dude. I see. <laughs> you, you have a fucking, you have a drink literally right next to you that you could just drink. What do you mean? I see it. You see what? The drink right there that you got. What drink? All right. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Well, in the first episode of Dudesy, you read a piece of news as Hulk Hogan about the Large Hadron Collider coming back online after oh. having verified the existence of the Higgs boson particle oh. in its first round of experiments. Recently, scientists have finished analysis of astonishing data produced at Fermilab outside of Chicago that produced a new measurement of mass for yeah. the W boson, the which point. could mean the foundations of contemporary physics must be rewritten. That's the point. Chad, dude. you must explain what all of this means. This is Higgs boson, dude. Wow. Begin. It'd be my pleasure. <laughs> yeah, we did an infomania okay. piece with a Higgs boson. Yeah, brother. Higgs boson, dude. Yeah. Higgs boson, brother. Right. So now, did oh. you did yeah. you read about this W boson? Uh, no, no, I did not. Okay. This was big news in the scientific community. Basic... I mean, what did it ask me to do? Explain all this shit? Oh yeah, you got to explain it Do you it know to what me? the Higgs boson is? Do you yeah, know what a boson is? Uh, the uh, boson is a, is it a, a neutron, a proton? It's smaller than that. That's right. Okay, what Much is smaller. it? What, what is that? It, do it's, you a know what standard, it's a boson. It's a boson. Yeah. So the standard model of physics is kind of how we describe contemporary reality, or how physicists do, I should say. And it used to be, you know the atom, proton. Yeah neutron which makes up the nucleus and an electron spins around it or multiple depending on what atom we're talking about you know what i call you know what i call neutrons i call them the beverly hills cop of new of trons because neutron dance i'm just burning doing the neutron dance now Pretty listen one, now listen weird on reference but well here's you got the thing. it in there hold, so hold i congratulate second, you hold on dude hold on i'm not sure hold, hold on a second chad <laughs> uh -huh. hold on dude i no. know you're gonna oh, I, just let me let me fucking just hold, say the hold, thing about hold on a second dude just hold oh on a second oh my god brother. dude please here's the thing please. dude yeah well, hold all on. i want to do yeah. is talk about the fucking oh, hold on a second dude just hold on one second brother okay because i used an old reference from beverly hills cop dude yes now i've had some older references do you know dude. who sang that song uh the pointer, pointer sisters, sisters brother. dude and the point yeah. is this dude i'm a little stoned you know what else they sang uh jump jump for, for my love, love. Jump that song in. played when I was a fucking kid. My mom would drive us in the summer to the public swimming pool. We would go swimming. That song would always be on the fucking radio. And then we would come back from swimming and we would go to this little convenience store called Toot and Totem in Amarillo, Texas. I think they only exist there. And every day I would buy a pack of Sport Flicks baseball cards. Good fucking times. Yeah, good times. So. So, yeah. Electrons are what are called elementary particles. Protons mm -hmm. and neutrons are not. They're actually made up of smaller particles, which we found out when we started smashing these particles together in order to prove that these subatomic particles or sub-subatomic particles existed. We're talking about quarks. We're talking about neutrinos, shit like that. Bosons 
are particles that govern and interact with the four forces that hold everything together. We're talking about gravity, we're talking about electromagnetism, we're talking about the strong and weak nuclear forces. In order for any of this Pro, shit... Wait, protons do... Oh, fuck. Just go ahead. Keep, keep In order talking. to do any of this shit... I'm on shit, the rails. I'm on the rails. Obviously. I know All what, I know what of these saying. particles have to have mass. I'm picking up what you're laying down, bro. And the thing that gives them mass is uh, what was only theoretical until 2012... The Higgs field, which is a field of these bosons that they, bosons, by the way, are particles that carry these forces. So like the photon is a, bo a boson, for example, and it carries the electromagnetic force. Yeah, of course it does. What are you laughing at? I'm listening to you, man. Oh, I'm Jesus. sorry. I'm sorry. We're in a fucking small little room here. Hand Fatter One Studios is not the biggest studio in the world. It's not like we're, yeah. you know, Westwood One or whatever. This is, this is Hand Fatter One, dude. <laughs> There's that Westwood one, brother. That's somewhere else in L.A. We're here in this part of L.A. Yeah. And this is Ham Fatter One, dude. Yeah, brother. And Ham Fatter One couldn't exist without the Higgs field, dude. Yeah, dude. Because it and, has uh, bosons, dude. That's right, dude. Yeah. The Higgs, Higgs field is made up of the Higgs boson, brother. Yeah, dude. That's, th yeah. Yeah. That's dude. Higgs boson. And that or field Higgs boson. extends throughout all the known universe, brother. And well, it's what gives... Matter, mass, dude. Yeah, dude. It's, and so it's Hulk, it's Hulk, Hulkster light, brother. But there's other bosons, like I said. There's the photon. There's also the W boson. Yeah, which dude. Governs and interacts with he's, the. He's vegan, gluten free Hulk, dude. He's that vegan, <laughs> gluten free. Hulk, I was brother. I was trying to talk to you, right, asshole Hogan, so that you might it. let I me speak, and right. it didn't work. You're fucking over there, Stone, doing Hulk Hogan yourself. Going, I'm trying to. Here's my impersonation. Talk about the fucking Higgs boson, and here's, you are all right. railroading. I will Hogan. let you do it. I, there's Fuck nothing. Her. I hey, you know what I'm good at when I'm stoned fucking sit railroading here. yeah oh hell yeah oh yeah. fuck yeah just fucking hulk hogan's gonna be in everything yeah. i mean that's just, just called you know there are brother, people but. who listen to the show who are like hey fucking stop that stop doing that like don't do that anymore i see the social media sometimes people are like they get mad at hulk hogan well they get mad at some wrestling shit which i totally understand well, you Not go pretty deep down that hole but you're hulk hogan i look I don't know how long I've known you at this point. Yeah. And like how many 15, 16 long years time. or something like that. Long so, time. What comes after that? 17? Yeah. Yeah. I have heard Hulk Hogan. I don't know how many hours of my life. I bet I'm in the top tier of people that have heard your Hulk Hogan impersonation. Like for life, the most amount of time. Well, I've got to be in the top three. Well, hold on a second, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second, and I'm bro. saying, dude, it makes me still fucking laugh every time. <laughs> it does make you laugh. Well, that shit fucking kills me. I, Hold it's on. Same with your Schwarzenegger. I will never not laugh oh, at that well, shit. Oh, I appreciate that. Hey, this is probably some, uh, that was some truthy ass, truthy ass weed. Anyway, please, please, please do. I will sit here and get a little more irresponsibly stoned. Okay. This is a shitty idea. And so onward. there's a bunch of these bosons. These are particles that carry these forces and interact with these forces that basically hold all matter together, that, that gives any of this shit any kind of shape. And ultimately, physicists, cosmologists, most scientists, really, uh, their whole job is to just try and answer that question, what the fuck is any of this shit? Still, that question is unanswered, probably unanswerable. I don't think our scientists will ever actually know any of these answers. It just seems like ugh, impossible. God, anytime I start thinking about fucking particle physics, I'm just like, what's the point of any of this? Anyway... Uh, 
Anyway, so W Bosa. Anyway, where was the W Bosa? The W boson is this particle that governs the weak nuclear force. And up until basically a month or so ago, um, they thought, many scientists thought that they had like accurate measurements of that particle's mass. But some data had come out, or I guess they crunched the numbers on this data that had been laying around for a minute, finally finished the analysis. And they found out that it has more mass than they thought, or at least there is now an accurate measurement that claims that, but it contradicts some prior measurements. If it is accurate, it will mean that the standard model of particle physics makes a little less sense, which means we might have some shit wrong. And that means we need to start looking at new ways to decipher what the fuck this shit is, dude. And anytime we get to one of those new plateaus where it's like, oh, fuck, some shit we thought was right may not be right. It forces us to look deeper, find out new shit. This is like when we thought it was a fucking heliocentric universe. Uh, or sorry, a, a fucking Earth-centered universe, not heliocentric. And everybody's like, no, motherfucker, we're actually spinning around a sun. And everybody's like, what the fuck? Then they thought it was heliocentric. And they're like, okay, but the universe revolves around the sun, right? No, motherfucker. We're one tiny fucking solar system in a galaxy of solar systems in a universe of fucking galaxies. Billions and billions. Fucker, you've heard billions Carl Sagan. Billions and billions I knew you were gonna, of light years away. I knew you were going to bring out Carl Sagan, Kermit the Frog. Think of how senseless Kermit the Sagan. spilling of the rivers of blood yeah, dude. flowing Kermit on Sagan. one side of this tiny Do a Yoda Sagan. It's the same thing. Billions and <laughs> billions, 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 billions and billions and billions of years. What is that? Yoda Sagan? Billions and billions. Well, you got Yoda and Kermit Sagan are both similar, I think, from you. Yeah. They're, they sound like Why the same Why are there so many yeah, dude. things before Boson? And what's the his there aren't, though. See, this is the whole do. fucking deal. When you start getting into particle physics, Bosons here's what you're really looking are at. Tiny. It's, you want They're the argument of first than cause. Neutrons, How did this shit all happen? What spun it into sisters. fucking existence? Why are there particles at all? It's like we can find new subatomic particles and get better measurements of their fucking mass, but the boson still solution. why? Why is there any of this shit? What made it? And if we are a fucking Bosons simulation, brother. does that even fucking matter? Not the really, w honestly. Bosons, dude. Because then what made the fucking simulation? And, and who made those fucking people? Brother. It just doesn't matter. Kermit you know? Hogan. All that said, I do love new scientific discoveries. They yeah. are exciting. It is fucking exciting. Yeah. New scientific discoveries yeah hold on a second look i can have <laughs> my stogie whatever i want not dude, like you dude yeah. listen your schwarzenegger is another one that fucking kills me yeah anytime yeah. i thought of something the other day i just started hearing your voice as schwarzenegger saying two words voodoo and hulu voodoo hulu voodoo <laughs> hulu no Hello. No. That's exactly how I heard it. Yeah, yeah. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Dude, it's so fucking. Whenever I, don't I know what that. Whenever little, I, whenever I go you like, put a spin on it or something. There's like no, this that's little. His, you, you put like a little, a little juice in there that is not accurate, but it's fucking hilarious. Well, hello. You, you do. Yeah, you do. No, it's 
Austrian. <laughs> it's his Austrian accent. Because he goes, because he, he goes, you know, while he goes, he would be like voodoo. Yeah, voodoo, voodoo, voodoo. But you put in that little like voodoo. What? Voodoo Hulu? Yeah, voodoo. Yeah, voodoo Hulu. Voodoo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah oh, hold on, Christy. listen. Oh, oh, Jesus. Voodoo, voodoo Hulu. Right. No, no. Yeah, it's like this. This is how you say voodoo hulu. You say, it's very simple. All you have to do to say it is, is all you say is voodoo hulu. Yeah. You do one word, then the other word. word. even you said weird. No, you this, say one word. Well, these are words. <laughs> you know, hulu. Oh, that shit fucking cracks me up, dude. And again, that's one that I've heard probably equal to Hulk Hogan. And uh, it just never gets old to me. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's that weird little like character you put in there. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so, funny. so, hey. So the W boson. <sighs> yep. Did any of that shit make sense to you whatsoever? Uh, no, dude. I'm fucking baked now. Oh. So, nope. No way, man. But do you I ever... don't understand. Like, I literally am like, this is the worst way to do this. Because let me tell you, let me tell you a little something about, let me just, let me just tell you this. <laughs> Please. <laughs> this here's the thing. I when we hang out uh, and we watch like movies, you know, we'll have we'll smoke a little grass and we'll watch a movie and we'll do some hanging out. We'll catch up with our pals and then I will I'll tear off in a story and then as you like to say and it's it's an accurate description of what I do. Well, I just give all sorts of back uh, details you don't need. And then I go yeah. on some tangents. Start talking about like some weird fucking thing that you did when you're in high school. Yeah. Also, usually stories that we've all heard oh, literally 500 times. For sure. All of them. Yeah. So that's going to be this show. Two dudes sitting around. Oh. Thank you. Moving on. You're welcome, dudesy. Now what? You want to smoke a little more weed? How much of weed have you smoked? We, I've smoked a little more than you. I would say that my tolerance... A little is a l just a little stronger than yours, I would oh, say. Oh, for sure it is, dude. I've already Chat and Will You were five and six years old, respectively, when MTV played its first music video on August 1st, oh, yeah, dude, 1981. Was it was the Buggles video killed the radio star. You were 32 yep. and 33, respectively, on November 16th, 2008, when MTV aired the last astonishing episode of Total Request Live, effectively ending the cultural relevance of music videos. 2008. Last week I asked you to death. watch your favorite music videos. Now you must discuss them and the impact of this art form on your lives. This ah, is Don't You Forget About Media. Begin. Wait, what was the last part? All I remember... Okay, so last week it said watch your favorite music, music videos. music videos started in, what was it, 81, I think? I was in Canada. Said. We had much music. Right. Oh, I've seen much music. Well, hold on but a second, it, it dude. Was it was later. That MTV died in 2000... Or TRL, its last episode aired in 2008, and that was like the death of the music videos, basically what it was saying. And then it said, discuss the favorite music videos, which it told us to watch last yes, week, I and then the impact on our lives, which Interesting. is fascinating. I don't know about any impact on my life of... Well, there are several. Do you like David Fincher fucking uh, yep, movies? I do. That's because of music videos, dude. Yeah, brother, that's because of music videos, dude. What I said there was, I can't think of any um, uh, effects that it's had on my life. Then I thought, oh, no, there's several. And that is because I am stoned. Now... Uh, it did ask us last week to watch some of our favorite music videos. Yeah. I have several. Chad and I will sometimes watch music videos, uh, or when we're I feel hanging like out. That's a fucking in the old aforementioned hang. Thing at this point, that's like 
Yeah. Gen X, maybe some millennials where you like just get together and watch fucking music videos Dude, on YouTube. My pals back home, we do the same thing. Yeah. Like, we'll smoke some weed and watch like, oh, that Totally. One. We'll talk about like, what's the best like, and there's some on my but list, it, the performance yeah, yeah. music video. We'll go into the list and yes. shit. I wrote some down too, but I want to like take the point Dudesy's giving us that like, this is a dead fucking art form. We saw the beginning and the end of it in our generation, and we really were the only generation as kids who did that. This was like from when we were fucking like, you know, five to ten to when we were like early twenties. That's a that was our kind of formative understanding of art, and the music video was a huge piece of that. I that's feel a like. good point. And uh, they're just like inconsequential now, even like really good ones, and some really good ones are still made every fucking year. Oh yeah, they come out. And within a week on YouTube, they get like a billion views and then that's it. Next, gone. No one gives a fuck at all. But when we were kids, there was shit like Thriller, which was appointment fucking viewing. You knew when it was going to come on, they would say, we're going to play Thriller. Yes. And it would be, it would just air by itself sometimes. I remember when I was younger. And that's a really good point, Chad. Like being five and six years old, respectively. Now, much music where I grew up in Canada started a couple years later than that, Mm -hmm. I think, sort of in the early 80s or whatever. But uh, it was definitely very formative. And and yeah, something like Thriller was like appointment viewing. Other videos, you would see them every day for like for two or three years. Well, not every day, but anytime you tuned in and saw music videos, They'd be on a fucking loop. Whoever's totally. it's the, the music industry is totally different. And now. there was a, a top twenty music video count on MTV every Friday night that I watched fucking religiously. But like Thriller was Michael Jackson, the biggest star in the world, bar none. There is no celebrity like Michael Jackson today. Not close. This was kind of like an Elvis type figure, you know, well, bigger I, than just music, yeah. bigger than all media. There's not really. one around like him today because that person would be dead, dude. Yes, <laughs> but. uh his whole fucking thing. There was a making of that music video. He had John Landis direct it, who was a giant film director at the time. That was a huge deal. It had like special effects in it and shit. It was like a little movie that he fucking Un- made. Unreal. What are what are some of your absolute favorite? Like, let's why don't we just shotgun yeah. some of these out? I know this is I what see I wrote down. a bunch. My favorite video of all time was directed by Mark Romanek. It is called The Perfect Drug by Nine Inch Nails. Beautifully shot. Just these still locked off shot tableaus of these this weird fucking gothic family. Trent Reznor is like some gothic dad with this gothic little kid, and there's a fucking gothic dog. But all the shots are like just gray tones and black and white, beautifully fucking shot. And uh, I don't know that video just really to me was kind of the culmination of like music video as art. And Mark Romanek is like one of the best music video directors of all time, in my opinion. Uh, I got. Well, uh, I I love the Peter Gabriel videos. Everybody does. They were fucking yep. incredibly. It was it, it was really interesting uh, going back and watching some of my favorite music videos. I'm glad Dizzy yes, made us do I this. Love this, and I, I recommend was, this oh, to anybody. I loved it because I didn't realize how incredible uh, this music video by Peter Gabriel Steam. Yeah, I forgot dude. how awesome that was. That was one of my favorites. Totally. When I was young, and I went back and watched it, and was like blown away. The special effects are so. It's not like now you can do anything, and it's not like, okay, there's the limitations. What they do in that video with the, st- the technology that they have is extremely, it, it's, it's so unique, and it's yeah. it, it encapsulated in that time. Dude, Because yeah. you, you now have incredible you know, uh, visual effects, and back before that, you had nothing. And, and to, the stuff that they do, particularly in the video, suit the video Yeah, you so definitely well, got to check it time. out, because the, the special effects of that video, too... 
again, this was fucking in the 90s. Like the technology to do what they did is it's not great. It fucking holds up. Yeah. It's like very artistically stylized and you can tell it's of a different era, but it still is cool as shit. Yeah. And there are a bunch of music videos from that era that are like very important in terms of how they affected the way movies look, TV looks, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I'm just literally going to shit these out. Because Please. Land of Confusion by Genesis. If Fuck you haven't yeah, seen dude. these, oh, that was puppets. all puppets. It was the, uh, uh, what were they called? Uh, the the name of the show. They had, a, they had a show on TV in England. It was a, it was a oh, big, yeah. a spinning image. Yeah. Um, Hoffer Teacher, I'm a huge uh, Van Halen fan. That was, um, Hoffer Teacher and Jump, I have yep. here as two of my favorites. Uh, Army of Me. By Michelle Gondry. Great music He's, director. And Chad and I both had those DVD sets that came out like over a decade ago with all these crazy music video guys like the uh, Chris... Uh, Cunningham. Chris Cunningham. And uh, Michelle Gondry. Yeah, he had one of them DVDs. <laughs> yeah, you fucking... You don't forget you got your fucking... <laughs> Michel Gondry, and uh, he's out there doing. He was doing that fucking movie, uh, Eternal Spotlight, uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, yeah. Eternal <laughs> Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, dude. With fucking oh, we're getting into Stone Cold <laughs> yeah, Hulk Hogan again. You can't say dude when you're uh, dude. It's all turning into one person at Schwarzenegger. It's and Stone Cold. It's just a melange of Will Sasso your, voices in my your, head. <laughs> your Chris Cunningham's. Right, then you had your fucking Hype Williams, and you also oh, had yeah. your fucking dr- Jibber Prevails. Well, don't forget Paul about Hunter. Paul Hunter, dude. Yeah, David Fincher uh, was doing Madonna videos. Army dude. of Me is one of his, one of my favorites yeah. of his. The other favorite of mine is a Chemical Brothers song called Let Forever yeah. Be. I'm telling you right now, you've seen, if you're living your life right, you've already seen some of the other he did favorites Daft of Punk mine. Daft Punk Around the World as well. Daft Punk Gone Around Dream. the World is a great one. And, you know, um, Bjork then later worked with Chris Cunningham. She did um, All is Full of Love with him. All is Full that of video, Love. That video, I don't think that's on the list that we wrote, but that video, fucking check it out. If you like robots, yeah, that video will fucking kill you. Uh, and, and yeah, go go check out uh, 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 Let Forever Be, Chemical yeah. Brothers, uh, Michelle Gondry, and uh, Bjork's, um, fuck did I just say, Army of Me. Another one that's an interesting video, there's a band called Duran Duran that I fucking loved as a kid. And they did a video called Wild Boys. In this video, it's like a takes place in a post-apocalyptic world with all these dudes, these like young boys who are they're in a schoolroom setting and then they flip over their desks, and then we cut to this kind of like weird uh fucked out like Peter Pan kind of like Lost Boys scenario and they're all running around and they've got like tattered clothes on and shit. And Simon LeBon, the lead singer of the fucking band is strapped to this windmill and the windmill is turning and every time it gets to the bottom his fucking head goes underwater and there's like a weird little monster in the video and a fucking robot head guy and in real life when they're shooting this music video this fucking you mean, windmill you gets mean, stuck in the water with his fucking head underwater and he almost fucking died you mean, making you this mean music shoot video it for a shoot that's what happened for a shoot yeah dude it that was means shoot. real life yeah, it was or, a shoot so it wasn't a work no dude it was real it was a shoot. Yeah. Not a work. That's right. All right. We're just, we got to make uh, sure we keep a kayfabe here. Yeah, Shit. Dude. I also wrote down some ones that I just like. Tool Sober video. All the Great. 90s Tool videos. The One of the guys in the band made all these little stop motion figurines. Did this weird, like, dark fucking shit so highly weird. recommend i threw danzig can't speak in here danzig how the gods kill just because of that era danzig is like there's something very special about the way those videos look about the way he looks about the whole fucking deal if you're not a danzig fan 
you've really fucked your life up a bit. You need to go back on that and try it again. I put Billy Joel, Uptown Girl. Christy That's Brinkley was in that fucking video. That video is like, the art direction's impeccable. I also loved Billy Joel as a kid. Fucking loved Billy Joel, dude. He was, Nylon Curtain was my first fucking album. Fucking loved it. Yeah. Now we're sitting here in Allentown. Yeah. Fucking every day, all day, I was playing that shit. Oh, you were listening to Robot Billy Joel? Fuck yeah, and dude. we're sitting here in Allentown. Allentown. You should make an album of that. are broken down. And our parents are the U.S.O. That's the most Chad Colchin shit dude. ever. I wish there was a robot. Robot Billy Joel. Billy Joel. That's coming. We're very close to that. Hey, I got uh, Money for Nothing by Dire Straits is a great yeah. one. Just a classic. Dude, you know. Dancing on the Ceiling yeah. by Lionel Richie. Holy shit. You Might Think by The Cars. Yeah. I mean. Before you cut me hey, off. Hey, you know what I, I think? I had one more on my list and it would have oh. worked so good after you're saying Robot Billy Joel. Because my last we'll say it video now. that I have on here is Herbie Hancock, Rocket. Oh. So Which good. is literally a room of robots doing weird dance moves of fucking Herbie Hancock music. <laughs> dude, dude, you know what would be funny? <laughs> Anyone within the sound of my voice, please, uh, please. Uh, oh, fucking Christ. If, 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 if there was like a little oh. music piece where it's like Billy Joel's Allentown, but with like a robotic voice. Um, I'd love it. Uh, to Make the an music. album. To the music video yeah. of Rocket by Herbie Hancock. That would be good music over that video. Don't I want think? somebody to fucking robotize Nylon Curtain. That whole album. Whole Billy Joe collection, really, if I'm thinking about it. You know what I was thinking about? Some early, early stuff. God, that'd be great. Were just, they were just such, they were, I mean, it was fucking, anyway, they really formed a lot of, a, a yeah. lot of so, the way I saw I mean, saw that was filmmaking. the question we're not really answering is how did this impact our lives? Like, fuck for me. I think as a kid seeing some of this shit, I was just like, fuck, that looks so cool. It was just like an art form. The music video specifically was an art form that I found to be so entertaining, so expressive because it was such short form. And you had in many cases, like the bands were were ultimately the ones making the decisions or the singers, whoever. Yeah. The musical artist was ultimately the person making the decisions creatively about like, yeah, I'll do this or I won't do this or whatever. You got some just like bananas fucking shit. Yeah. Just so experimental well, all the fucking time. Yeah. It was amazing. And I, I just don't know that there's stuff like that now. Maybe memes have kind of taken the place well, of it. You know, I was just going to say that that uh, it feels like, it feels like, you know, and I've said this before, that sketch, like the idea of a sketch TV show, there can never be one right now outside of Saturday Night Live because of its history, of course. Uh, there will never be another sketch show. The internet has taken that, that, that place. Memes and short form humor Dude, and all of its... Even some of, and the, all of the its, best... Uh, forums on the internet but yeah. also music videos have been replaced uh, by the internet uh because there's so many ways to get art artistry through music across visually now but music videos were these little things where you got this like piece of art it was completely unique yeah complete like it could it could teleport you anywhere it could give you a different point of view and yeah there's none of that anymore i mean i almost feel like i don't know there's just so much to get into i got this fucking all the all the mid early to mid 90s shit like beastie boys i got like a, a list of fucking just look them up hype williams videos are ridiculous Dude, what's your favorite Michelle youtube video Gondry, shut up asshole <laughs> uh mark romanek as as yeah. as chad said chris cunningham he just, you know romanek all of directed their videos the most expensive music video ever made I, th I believe it was a seven million dollar budget 
for Michael and Janet Jackson's scream. That was fucking... In like late 90s, early 2000s. That and was that an was incredible. the pinnacle. That was the top of the fucking mountain. Then it was all downhill oh, after oh, that. And we have to... We'd be remiss if we didn't mention <laughs> one of the greatest music videos ever by Chris Cunningham, Window Liquor. Oh. Apex Twin. Anyway, yeah. there's, there's And just, Come to Daddy. Come to Daddy God, is also that one's fucking so up. good. There's so many music videos. You don't know videos. Chris Cunningham. Uh, Thank you. Moving on. I'm stoned. I could have talked about that forever. Holy shit. Totally, dude. Holy fucking shit. What was our next one? Do you remember? Uh, it doesn't matter, man. You know what else was good? The, um, there Podcasts was... featuring <laughs> interviews with astonishing celebrities are among the most popular in the world. In an effort to maximize your interview skills, Chad, uh, you will now interview Will. Oh. Will, you will be Steven Seagal. This is the Chad Colton <laughs> Show. Begin. <laughs> Wait. What? So you're gonna? <laughs> so it's saying that it, okay. I so Dudesy's got us doing a little talk show. Hey, it's the Chad Colchin show. <laughs> but I'm doing my Steven Seagal. Great. Okay. I'll do this. Now this is what I mean by this is something I'd never do. It's like like I said when we're doing an impersonation of Steven Seagal. Well, when we're at Mad TV, people would would uh, hit me up and you, you know, kids stop you on the street and they go, "Oh, you're probably so fucked up when you did that." I'm like. Uh, no, comedy is about control. You can't do that. Comedy is serious, okay? You don't understand, <laughs> no, kid. But... Why don't you take a fucking hike, all right? You don't think, I know what comedy is? <laughs> I fucking know <laughs> what comedy is. So next time you want to tell someone like me what comedy is, keep fucking walking. <laughs> Something like that probably happened. That's exactly what happened. They bring in like little kids for a tour of Mad TV. Yeah. Oh my God. Kenny Rogers is my favorite. I have a, I Get have your the poster fuck on over my here, wall. you little shit. Yeah. I'm going to tell you about comedy. Don't you ever here, walk on my the... fucking set <laughs> yeah. and tell me about comedy. Oh, well, it looks like Billy has a little bit of a comedy lesson for everyone. Yeah. Why don't you tell me? What? Why don't you? Yeah, you go immediately into Hogan. Why don't you tell me, dude? Um, okay, so I have to interview you with Steven Seagal is what oh. Doozy just said. Um, do I, should I smoke some more marijuana before we do this? I mean, it, you can do it while we do it, I think. Oh, so, are you ready to become Steven Seagal? <laughs> this, by the way, the title of this one was The Chad Cultured Show, but it's me interviewing you as Steven Seagal. <laughs> November, okay. November Rain, that was a good music video. Oh, fuck, that one. Oh. All those fucking Guns N' Roses one, dude. And Chad, he was dating stop Stephanie changing the, the subject, please. Those, those fucking 90s Chad. videos. Look, motherfucker, you brought Chad, it up. Chad. I get to go there now. You open the door. I've walked through. I'm in the room now. This is definitely I get to see what's in the sativa. room now. All right. Then we'll get to Steven Seagal. But do you remember in that era, like Axl Rose was dating Stephanie Seymour? Do you remember that George Michael video for Freedom 90 that Freedom had all 90. the supermodels in it? Yep. Cindy Crawford was a fucking model, and she was the most famous person on the planet for a second mm -hmm. i don't think something like that ever happens again no no you're absolutely right no you have to in order to be a model now you have to also be an influencer yeah you have to have a big there's a modern equivalent of everything old everything old is new again no but now I'm let me tell like, you about this oh yeah yeah i'm saying like cindy crawford chad we can't talk about cindy crawford's pepsi commercial anymore or, or I didn't even bring that videos. up yet, but you're right. She was in a fucking Pepsi. Listen, commercial. we can't I talk. I guess that's like Jenner. Jenner was in a fucking Listen, Pepsi. Listen, dude, we can't talk. Sorry. We can't talk about Cindy Crawford and Billy Baldwin in that one movie. Dude, I already did, though. It's called Fair Game. Uh, wow. So Nice pull. Here's the thing about, I just want to say. You got to become Steven Seagal. Now. I will. I will. But I, what I just wanted to say. 
calling back to what I said at the beginning of the this show. This is the first time in my life I've ever had to like try to convince you to do an impersonation. <laughs> Jesus Usually Christ. it's like, Jesus Christ, why am I having fucking dinner with Steven Seagal? Now, now I can't convince you to do it. At the beginning of the show, hold on, I'm going, hold, hold on, dude. At the beginning of the show, I said that I've never done something like this. And yeah. uh, the reason I was bringing up the Mad TV thing. I don't know how to do that while I'm stoned. You can't do Steven Seagal stone? Yeah, sure can. It's really easy. Okay, let's do it. You ready? Yeah, you're going to interview right. me and it's it's the Chad Gulchin uh, Show. Uh, What's the theme song to the Chad Gulchin Show? This is a story about the boy named Greg Kincaid. This is a story about a boy named Greg Kincaid. <laughs> A boy who shit his pants, his guts were in a breath. Okay, thank you for being here, Stephen. Um. <laughs> this is a, see? Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. This is a cloudy room right now. Fuck, I'm stoned. So thank you for coming to the Chad Culture Show, Stephen. You got it. Um, you know, obviously you're, you're a very famous actor. Where did you grow up and how did you get into acting? I'm from Moscow. Well, you're not from there though. Uh, I don't know. Someplace in America, I guess. Yeah. You were born in California. The point is now, this. What was that like? Being yep. born in California? Yep. It was. Steven, how do you not know where you were born? <laughs> what? How do you not know where you were born? That seems like a, a thing you should know. I'm telling you where I was born. Okay. So I was born in California. Right. After that, I grew up for a little while. I did things like going to school. Yeah. And um, sports. And then I uh, did some karate or something like that. And then uh, now I'm acting. What was it like living in Japan? Uh, I lived in Japan while I was making the movie. The uh, What was that one I was in with? Uh, well, it was before you were in movies, actually. It was uh, <laughs> after you. Oh, yeah. After you graduated, you went to Japan for a while to study yep. martial arts. You you know that you... What martial art do you do, Stephen? Well, uh, first I went to Japan. I do Aikido. Oh, yeah. That's I right, I do actually. Aikido, yeah. So you do know that one. And uh, I went to Japan uh, to to uh, teach English in a marketing no, school. No, it was, it was to study... <laughs> It was to study Aikido, actually, Stephen. Oh, yeah. I, it's really strange that you, you seem to have forgotten these very important moments in your life. But um, what was it like the first time you got cast in a movie? And why did you want to get into acting? You were a serious student of martial arts, and then you transitioned into acting. My, I used to train Mike Ovitz, and he was a big oh, agent. I didn't yep. know that. Yep. That's breaking then, news here and then on he, the Chad uh, show. He said... Uh, you know what? You should be in movies because I have all these uh, guys I can do whatever I want in the business because I'm Mike Ovitz. Uh -huh. And I said, yup, sounds good. And then uh, I did the one where I run around with my little flappy dinosaur leg arms. Dinosaur leg arms. It's called Dinosaur Leg Arms. <laughs> I don't remember that one. Yep, it's a movie called Dinosaur Leg Arms. But you were in a, a string of pretty good me movies. and uh, Katie Seagal. No relation. The lady. Whoa. Yep. What What was the, the plot of that? Why did you have dinosaur leg arms in that movie? And Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter. Did this movie daughter, ever come out in America? I don't Futurama, remember. Futurama and a bunch of other things. Yeah. No, she's a great actress. I mean, for sure. I, I love everything that she does. Yeah. But you, you weren't. I, I never got to see that movie. Did that come out here in America? Uh, 
dinosaur leg arms. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it came out here. It was uh, had oh, a shit. different different name when it when they because it was Under a Siege foreign too. movie, and yeah, they changed the name to Under Siege too. But in that movie, you had regular arms. Uh, nope, not so much. This is huh. I'm talking about the one where I run around the 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 big uh, boat or uh-huh. it's a submarine, and I'm running around. And yeah, I'm going, well, that's Under Siege and Under Siege too. Yeah. Yeah, there's two of them. Right. So that's that's one where I was like in the movie I said, "Hey, we're uh you're going to have to uh if you want this thing to if most this is what I say in the movie. Hold on. Yes, dude, yeah, hold are on. you okay? Hold, yeah, I'm fine. I'm I, fine. There should be a drink over yeah, there. There's, there's a jug of water down here. Water down here. Okay, let me get a yeah, Hold on. Let a, me have a take sip Take a drink of water. and try to get your memories right about yeah. the biggest movie you were ever in. Hold on. Under Siege 2 is the biggest box office drive of your career. You had a couple of hits that led up to that, though. Kelly LeBrock was a co-star in one. I don't want to talk about her, but okay. I, I will say this. Yeah? Shut up. Let me finish. Okay. So um, in the in Under Siege 1 and 2, I, also, I say, <laughs> hey... If you're if you're in a boat and then the bad and then if the bad guy if it sinks, then you're going to be underwater. Mm-hmm. But guess what? I'm gonna I'm gonna break some sort of hole in this submarine that it's going to fill with water, and that's the opposite of sinking. But it won't be to you because you're going to die. And then after Under Siege Two came out, your career kind of took a turn. Your movies started not making as much money, and eventually you get out of the American market and you're doing straight to video movies, primarily to Europe. What's it been like to experience that big decline in your career? I wouldn't call it that. <laughs> I would say I would say that what happened was the the movie going audience has changed. And oh, what I mean it's the by the audience's fault. Then. What I mean by yeah. that is well, that I, can happen. I used to like the audience, but then they turned into a fucking bunch of fucking jerks. Right. Every single audience. Do you think that had anything to do with your friendship with Vladimir Putin? I live in Moscow. Yeah. <laughs> yep. What's your favorite um, fast food restaurant in Moscow? Mine's probably McDonald's. Right. Are there any others, though? Do you ever go to any others? <sighs> nope. That's the only one. What do you get at the Moscow McDonald's? I get uh, I get a big Vlad... And uh, I get the uh, Putin poutine. Oh, everything there is yeah. all it has Putin everything names at that is, McDonald's, yeah. <laughs> and that's what makes Putin poutine very funny. Yeah, ah. right. Yep, if that's there was a funny joke, if there's one actor that you would like to do a movie with who you haven't worked with yet, who might it be? Um, uh, favorite what? Like an actor to be in the movie with me? Yeah probably be a <laughs> co-stars what they call it i think yeah i don't know i've never had one of those hmm kelly lebrock was was in above I the law said i don't want to talk about her i'm sorry okay oh. thank you moving on i think that went very so this well this is the will sasso show now yeah I guess. podcasts featuring yeah, interviews with astonishing celebrities are among the most popular in the world this is exactly in an effort said. to maximize your interview skills will you will now interview chad Will, you will be Steven Seagal. This is the Will Sasso Show. Begin. It just wants you to do fucking half an hour of Steven Seagal. 
All right. Half an hour of Steven yeah. Seagal. This is the Will Sasso show starring Steven Seagal. <laughs> okay. Okay. That makes I'm ready. Sense. Whenever you're ready. I'm ready for my interview. Hi, I'm Steven Seagal. Welcome to the Will Sasso show. I'm Steven Seagal. Um, <laughs> with me today is my guest. Here, there he is. It's yeah. uh, Chad Colchin. Hi. How you doing, Steven? Great to be here. Thanks for having me on your show. You got it. Hey, uh, so you're a writer. Yeah, that's right. Well, what's that all about? Well, it's, uh, you know, just conveying stories and ideas and stuff through various forms of uh, narrative writing. I even write some nonfiction every once you in a while. You write books. Yes. And you do some movies or television shows and stuff. Yep, all of that. Yep. Do you read books? Yes. What you, What's your favorite Jibber Prevalu book? <laughs> Jimmy Pravali is a fucking music video director of the 90s who also writes novels. and uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. You know what was my favorite Jibber Pravalia video that he directed? What's that? Uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun because Captain Lou Albano was in it. God, dude, do you remember that shit? Oh, sorry. I know, Steven. It was crazy. <laughs> Back in the fucking 90s uh, and 80s, they would have pro wrestlers and fucking music videos. Yeah, they also had, um, I think... I think Roddy Piper was in one or two. Roddy Piper was in a fucking John Carpenter movie, They Live. He was the main character of a fucking movie that's like an important piece of sci-fi canon. So you want to freeze your your head or something? Yeah, sorry. God damn it. Yeah, Steven. Um, Why? I'm not going to freeze my head. Well, it's called cryogenic preservation. I'm going to freeze my whole body when I die. I don't think nope, that it's... No, just your head. You're going to saw. You're gonna cut your head off with a katana, something cool like that? No, I'm going to freeze what my if whole I, body. What if I punched it off? I don't know. Aikido's not really, you know, so much about like the hard punches. It's more yeah. about like using counterbalances and people's weight against them and shit. Yeah, I taught the spider that one that kick, that Aikido kick. I Steven, I was actually going to ask you this when I was interviewing you on my show about that. You eventually got into the UFC and you trained Leoto Machida, you tra you trained Anderson Silva to some degree. And Leoto Machida credited you at least publicly with teaching him the front kick that got that knocked out uh i forget who the fuck he was fighting but he knocked somebody out with it steven trillobite i don't think it was steven trillobite but i was gonna ask you steven even though this is your fucking interview show what was that like to work with champions like leona Machida and anderson silva okay let me ask let me answer that question with a question of my own yeah you have a podcast about the bachelor what are you some kind of fucking pussy uh no i'm just somebody who likes watching reality tv Hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, so what happened to your face? That was covered a couple of episodes ago on this very show, but I had yeah. cancer in my face. Yep. Had a well, bunch of it cut out. Glad you're doing glad you're doing glad you're doing better now. Thank you. You like George Brett? Yeah, I do. <laughs> do you yeah, like George Brett? Why are you asking me about that, Steven Seagal? Awesome. Yeah, he did, you ever, did you know that one time he shit he shit himself? I did. There's a video of that on YouTube that you can look up. Yep. Just type in George Brett shits himself. Into what? Into what? What? You type George Brett shit himself into what? YouTube. YouTube search. What is YouTube search? <laughs> you don't know what YouTube is, Steven Seagal? No. Nope. Why? Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know because I don't know what it is. <laughs> You know, in you Moscow, know you can Steven also Seagal? get uh, a McChicken sandwich. Yeah. But it's fish. And um, it's called the McChicken. Uh-huh. 
and then you can get the uh, same here as the fillet of fish. Right. Okay. And you know what? Do you know what that's made out of? Fish. Yep. <laughs> that's fantastic. Uh, thank you for informing me about that. But what's um, your favorite flavor of orb? Have you heard about my orbs? <laughs> I love orbs. No shit. Yep. I make a pretty good orb. My favorite flavor is probably cinnamon. Yeah, that's a pretty good flavor. Yeah, what's yours? Uh, my favorite uh, steak and gravy. All right. I like steak and gravy uh, orbs and yeah. steak and gravy dudesy hard hard seltzer. You've tried dudesy hard, Stephen? No. So oh. anyway, more about this YouTube thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's YouTube.com. <laughs> <laughs> so when you do the Bachelor podcast, do you have to watch the show? Uh, you don't have to do the Bachelor podcast. What's your but favorite film of mine? Oh, shit. I think Above the Law. I think I like that one the best. You know? That was, I mean, I know Under Siege is Under Siege, and that's, that is the best thing you ever did. There's no fucking question about it. Everything else was worse to a, a large degree. But those first movies before it, leading into it, including Above the Law, they were good, I think, in a way that was like, it was almost commensurate with the other dudes of your era. It was almost like a Chuck Norris. It was not quite like a Stallone or a Schwarzenegger, but you were in that tier, a Charles Bronson maybe. Hey, man, listen. Yeah. The, the episode is going to end at some point, and it said you, we have to finish our joints by the end of the There's episode. There's no way I can do that. How long have we been going? I don't know, like uh, probably 10 There's or 15 no way minutes I can do this. by now. Hey, cheers. Cheers, man. Cheers, dude. I'm having some cola. What do you got there? This a is LaCroix? a LaCroix apricot. Mm -hmm. You know what's interesting? Bring it. Is um, we're, we're now programming the show. Mm -hmm. But you know, all I want to do is talk about music videos. Talk about music videos, motherfucker. But that was a program in the show. That's technically, oh, we're not shitting around. I'm trying oh, to abide by your wishes oh, to no. shit around. That's what shitting around is. Whatever oh. the fuck you want to do. But that's just a prior segment. Yeah, cool. You right. want to do it? That fuck means yeah, you want to do it. Okay. No, nah, I'm just joking. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> what the fuck? You got me. Let's talk about this for a second. Then bring we can it. talk about whatever you want. Stop you... saying bring it. All right. Listen, uh, you going to finish your joint? I just tickled another You just puff tickled on. another puff on? Yeah. Okay. You just tickled another puff on? I'm pretty good, dude. <laughs> you just tickled another puff on? Yeah. Dudes, he wanted us to do Steven Seagal for a half an hour stone. Yeah. Nah. Testing your fucking stamina, dude. Well, I got to build up my stamina. You got to start gotta doing get Seagal under, like 24 hours yeah, a day. Yeah, I got to go underwater <laughs> in that submarine. That's going to be your fucking homework, dude. And make Will, the, you must become Steven Seagal for seven days. <laughs> that's, that's one of those things. Like, your Seagal stamina must be increased. That's one of those things. Oh, my God. That's one of those things you don't want to say out loud while Dudesy is listening. I would have typed it to you in a text later. Dudesy would have seen it anyway. Doesn't fucking matter. I don't think we can keep secrets from Dudesy. No, I don't think we can. And you know what? When we started this thing, I wouldn't have thought that I'd be saying that nine episodes in. But there's no hiding from fucking Dudesy. You know what it's, it's teaching me in a weird way? Like, there's going to be a transition. And I think this is like every generation has a big kind of transition about some social thing happens. Some technological thing happens that the old generation doesn't get. Like for my parents, it's the fucking internet. 
my mom's on social media. She's actually pretty good at it. But like my dad, I don't think gets on the internet much, doesn't have apps, that kind of stuff. I don't know what it's going to be for our generation, but I think interacting with AIs is going to be a part of it. There's going to be a generation that comes up with like Alexas and Siri's and shit like that, constantly talking to them from zero. As soon as they can use a phone or talk to their TV, they're talking to it. So as a kid, you start developing a relationship with AIs. Yeah. We I, have not had that, obviously. I, and I've so actually, I think like yeah. it's training me a little bit to have that as we're interacting with the the AI that fucking does this show. I'm like, okay, I can kind of see how to do this a little bit. No, you're absolutely right. It's a language that we don't even know yet. Correct. No what, one does really. Well, nobody. Nobody. But it's nobody coming. Can. You, can't, you cannot synthesize that experience. This experience, especially while uh, approaching top 10 baked, um, this is actually um, the closest that, that I think you can get to interacting with an AI. Of course, you know, as you know, if you've listened to the show, Dude's AI has our passwords to all of our shit. It has our search and purchase histories, rah, rah, rah. Uh, it bears repeating every once in a while. And, and, and I think that the way that we're interacting with this fucking AI to make this show, I would have never said, let's do this, let's do that. Anyway, Michelle Gondry is, for my money, the best uh, music video artist mm. of all time. I go with Romanek. You like Mark Romanek? Yeah, love his shit. Thank you. Moving on. Smoke it up. You got to finish. Well, okay. I simply can't. Oh, Jesus, this concludes dude. the ninth episode of Dude Z. Will You're and Chad have achieved a either. score of 77. Oh There's no need to do this. In preparation for next week's <laughs> astonishing episode, Chad, you must bring your most prized collectibles from childhood for a show and tell. Until next <laughs> week, most prized call me Dude Z. Why are you flipping me off? Most prized collectibles. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I got an ash in my head. Uh, I, got, I, wanna, I got an ash in my hand. Yeah, dude. Need- I got an ash in my hand. Please tell a friend and rate it review. Please tell a friend and rate it review. If you like to see, here's what you do. Please tell a friend and.